Are you climbing the mountain to see the world or are you climbing the mountain so that the world sees you? And there is a fundamental difference to those two perspectives. Welcome to Unleashed. I'm Alexi Panos, life, love, and business strategist, leadership trainer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And you found the place for getting real, no BS, tools, strategies, and inspiration on how to live your fullest potential, unlock your most authentic expression, and create a life and business that you're completely obsessed with. It's time to remove the chains that have been keeping us small. And it's time to live life unleashed. What is up, amazing human? So I'm excited to bring to you some awesome questions that were posed by one of my clients that is in a group that Emily and I started called Boost. It is a business mastermind for women that is now closed as of yesterday. We did our last call. Um, But she asked phenomenal questions um, to really kind of get some insight before the group closed. And I wanted to share them with you and shout out to Yela. I will put her at symbol on Instagram here. It's at c.e.om, O-H-M on Instagram. She is a success coach and she's amazing and asked really great questions that I've been asked so many times. And I was like, you know what, let me just bring these to the podcast because I feel like my answers hopefully could serve some people um, and hopefully save you guys some time (laughs) because I've made um, some interesting moves and mistakes and had a ton of breakthroughs in my life and realizations. And if any of these can support you on your journey in business and in life, then hell to the yes, I'm all about sharing it. So first question for Miela was, what was your best business decision that you've ever made? And I answered this one, like I actually took time to really sit with all of these and I wrote her back a response in our Facebook group. And I answered this one with an answer that felt like, oh, surprising to me, I guess. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't think I would say that. But the best business decision that I've ever made was creating and pushing through with my workshop that I co-created with my husband called The Bridge, Bridge Experience and Extreme Leadership. And Preston and I, you know, it was kind of like divinely gifted to us. (laughs) Like we just had this amazing insight that we wanted to do this workshop. And it actually started as another workshop that was only a four hour workshop. And we're like, it has to be longer because we got to go deeper. And we literally lost money on it for two and a half years. We were traveling the world, we were going on tours. So there was a huge expense with flights and conference rooms and hotels and all the things, but we just love the work so much. And it felt so divinely inspired that we couldn't pull it. Like we couldn't say no to it. And we kept pushing, we kept pushing. And sure enough, at the two and a half year mark, we hit a stride and we really found our groove with it, not only within the work and the work kind of evolved into a deeper practice and the workshop kind of took on a life of its own, but also with our audience, like people were getting extraordinary results and word of mouth was rippling out and our rooms were becoming full and we were becoming sold out in every single city without advertising, without really pushing it. So that was a huge, huge, huge best business decision was sticking in when pretty much everybody would have said like, "Uh, I think it's time to fold on that because you've been losing money for a few years. But the other reason why 
bridge was such a great business decision is because it's one of those things that when people come into those rooms, when they come in and they experience bridge and they get that work, they get that both myself and Preston are quote unquote, the real deal. And that's what they say. Those are their words. But it really sets both myself and Preston apart in this industry because there's a lot of people that do coaching and motivational stuff and speaking and they're all awesome, but the work that P and I do is so deep and so nuanced. And we really have become experts in our field just because we've been studying it for so long and it's something that we're so passionate about. And I think a lot of people are really surprised when they get into our rooms because they don't expect that we can go to the places that we can go with people. And when they leave, they're just blown away and completely enrolled in whatever it is that we're up to because they get that wow, number one, these people know what they're doing, but number two, they really care. And we do, we genuinely care and we genuinely show up and give 1000% of whatever we have to each and every room that we serve. And it's just a testament to our work and the legacy that we're building. And it continues to gift us in so many ways. Just, I mean, it literally is the most favorite work that I do. I know Preston would say the same. And it is just one of those things that just keeps unfolding and keeps revealing more gifts and more amazingness for our lives. Um, The other thing I answered for this question about the best business decision I've ever made is jumping in way before I was ready. And now noticing, kind of looking back, that the majority of what I have now in terms of my business and offerings and uh, workshops and books and all the things, the majority of what I have now started as something else. So for instance, my book, 50 Ways to Yay, started as a program that I was building called 30 Days to Transformation. And I launched that program about seven years ago and only got about eight sales. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to sell it as a self-published book. Like this is really great content and I want to get it out to more people and you know, I only sold eight copies at the time of this online course. And my intention was to really serve as many people as possible. So I was like, I'm going to do a book. And I got an editor and I, you know, paid for a cover designer and I did the whole thing to self-publish this book. Sure enough, my book's complete, right? I've got a, a cover on it. I've edited it. It's ready to go. I've got 50 different things instead of the 30. So I added 20 more things for people to do. And literally the week before I was about to launch and go the self-published route, I got a publishing deal with one of the biggest publishing houses in the U.S., actually in the world, Simon & Schuster. And it was a multi-book deal between myself and Preston. So Preston got a solo book, I got my solo book, and we got our joint book, Now or Never. And it was just so interesting because it was a reminder that you've got to jump in way before you're ready. And not being attached to the outcome because even Bridge, as I said earlier, started as another workshop. (laughs) It was a four-hour workshop called The Naked Truth that has since turned into the Bridge and Extreme Leadership. But you have to get in the game and get some sort of real-life feedback in order to see what the thing really is. Sometimes things are successful as we plan them to be, sometimes they fall flat. Sometimes they kind of land somewhere in the middle, 
but we need to actually get our feet wet to understand where we want to move next. What's the next step we're going to take? What's the next iteration of this project? And that is a thing that I find so many people in business are so resistant to is just getting in the game and trying something without being attached to this being the forever thing, because it ultimately will evolve. Even, you know, bridge, the way we set bridge up, yes, it is still very similar to its origin of the bridge experience. However, it has evolved over the last six years and really taken on a life of its own. So really, really leaning into the idea that you got to do something in order to get feedback, in order to know what to do next. That is a huge thing that I think more people need to adopt in their lives and in their business. Okay. Next question she asked, what was the worst, 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 business decision that you've ever made. And this one was actually really hard for me to answer. Um, I sat in this one for a really long time and I actually didn't know how to answer it because even when things didn't go well for me, it ended up being such a huge gift. Um, so I like really stretched myself. I was like, okay, what, what was the worst thing? Like the thing that held me back the most or kept me in a certain position. And it was truly waiting. And the truth is I was a closet coach (laughs) for a really long time, for about five years. So I started taking a coaching course at NYU when I was about 25. And at that time, life coaching was not a thing. Like nobody was talking about it. Everybody that I told was like, they looked at me sideways. Like, what do you mean life coach? Is that like a soccer coach, but for your life? Is that psychology? Like everybody was confused about what that meant. And for me, I I let that stop me. I let the opinion of others really kind of dampen my shine and, and dampen my gusto. So I kept doing what I had always been doing. I kept my career in entertainment. I was still hosting on television and doing some modeling stuff and had a production company and doing photography and all of that. But I was coaching on the side, you know, to only people that really got it. So I was going to all these meetups and I was going to a group called the Center for Spiritual Living, which could be considered a church, but it's more of a unified idea of spirituality. Um, I was taking classes. I was going to seminars. So those types of people, I would share that I was a life coach, but I definitely wasn't all in. I was one foot in, maybe not even a foot. Maybe I was like my big toe in. I was my big toe into the life coaching game and my whole rest of my body was on the other side of like, I need to stay practical and responsible and do the thing that I know works. And just thinking back how much time was not necessarily wasted because it's all perfect, but how much time I spent in my head worried about what other people would think about what I was choosing to do. And that I would say the waiting was the worst business decision that I made. Okay. Next question she asked was, what is one thing that you wish people told you before doing a certain thing? So essentially in her video, she was saying, you know, any piece of advice, like what, what is something that you wish you knew earlier before stepping into the arena? And it's something now that has become a mantra of mine and it's something I live by. And if I ever forget, I quickly remind myself of, because it's one of those things that have become such a pillar of my life that I truly do wish I had this at an earlier age. But it is the idea that if you think that this 
this thing, this project, this launch, this speaking opportunity, even this television show or this modeling job when I was back in that industry. If you think this thing is going to be the thing that changes your life, you're setting yourself up for failure. You have to live your life as if it's already full to the brim, overflowing with amazingness and abundance. And then you end up winning every single day, no matter what the result is, because every single day you are literally launching your life. So we think about like, oh, I'm launching my, my coaching thing, or I'm launching my group training program, or I'm going out for this audition. And we put so much importance on this one thing being the thing that's going to change everything. And the truth is the fact that you got up is the one thing that is the most important thing. (laughs) So we are launching literally every single day of our life is the most amazing opportunity to be alive, to be present, to create, to be curious, to connect, to do the things that matter most. And that has truly been a game changer for me. It has shifted me completely out of the scarcity mindset of I need this in order to be successful into abundance of like, I don't need anything to be successful. I am successful because I'm awake. I'm alive. I've got a pulse. I've got a body to do this thing called life in. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Let's explore. Let's have fun. And that has like exponentially changed the way that I relate to life the way life relates to me and how much abundance shows up effortlessly in my life because I am the vibrational match for it. And truth be told, it took a lot of work to get to that point because I was not always the vibrational match of abundance. (laughs) You know, I was definitely living in scarcity. I was definitely, definitely, definitely living for the day that I would get the book or this big speaking gig or you know, the the documentary filmmaker of the year. I used to have all of those things on my vision board. And now none of those things matter to me because that's not what it's about. It's not about climbing the mountain. And I forget where I've heard this quote, but this quote has stuck with me so, so much. Are you climbing the mountain to see the world or are you climbing the mountain so that the world sees you? And there is a fundamental difference to those two perspectives. Climbing the mountain to see the world is really about doing the thing because it's awesome to explore and expand and try on life, right? It's like, this is great. I get to explore the world and see the world and have this experience. That's the gift versus climbing the mountain to be seen. Like, look what I did, trying to prove something, trying to feel worthy enough and hoping that it comes from something outside of yourself. And that is a really damaging, damaging expectation to lean on because the world is never going to continuously give us wins. It just will not. Life is going to keep lifing and it does it impartially. It's going to give us wins and losses and everything in between. And if we are not strong enough in our belief that life is not about the external, but it's rather an internal game, We're setting ourselves up for failure. So that is something that has become a life lesson and pillar for me. If you can only give one piece of advice to anybody in business, no matter what stage they're at, what would it be? And my advice would be to start. Less thinking, more playing, more doing, more testing, more experimenting, more trying stuff on. The whole reason to live is to live to be alive, 
to utilize your energy for creation. And for those of you who, like me, can get stuck in your head analyzing how to do this perfectly and what more do I need, and that will be your greatest enemy is the overthinking. So start less thinking, more playing. What is one tool or system that you cannot live without? Now, this one I kind of chuckled to myself when I wrote this out um, because I'm old school. I'm old school. I'm 36. (laughs) I come from the day of paper everything. And I love stores like Office Max or Office Depot. Like those come school time during the new year. Like my dad was like, you have $50 to spend on clothes and school supplies. I'm like, let's go to Office Max. (laughs) I would get binders and color code and highlighters and post-it notes and the perfect kind of pen and pencils. I love that stuff. And this is an old school system, but it is a planner, like an actual physical planner that you can write in, take notes on, put tabs on, highlights, do all the things with. Um, Because for me, I really like having that big overview of the full year, of each month, of each week, of each day. It really helps me to organize all the different projects I have going on, including being a wife, being a mom, being a human being that needs some space to herself as well. Like It just really helps me organize and capture my life. So I'm all about that planner life. Um, The other one that I said is my OBM, which is an online business manager. Um, I love having somebody to do all the admin stuff that I used to do. This is kind of a privilege of being in business for a while and having the income generated in your business so that you could afford to pay an online business manager. Um, However, it's awesome. If you're at that point in your business and you've scaled to a certain point and you're still doing a lot of the admin stuff, it is time to hire support, hire a project manager or an OBM to really help you out with doing all of the admin to really hold your business so you can be in your zone of genius. That is like, cannot live without her. Love her. Okay, worst investment I've ever made. This one was like such an easy go-to. I thought about all of the different programs that I invested in back in the early days from people promising that they had the strategy to change everything. And why it was the worst investment is not necessarily like, the course itself. I took a lot of great courses. I learned so much, but it was the idea that I was trying on everybody else's strategies and marketing plans that I wasn't actually in action being myself. I was in action trying to be everyone else. (laughs) You know, I was trying to copy what worked because, you know, there's, there's the idea of success leaves clues. And to some extent that is true. Find out what works for other people and take that path. But I was so caught up in thinking that it would be the next strategy or the next insight or the next marketing idea or the next platform that I invested in all these different tools and courses and mentorships to really find that next thing that would be the thing to hit. But truthfully, when everything changed for me was when I just said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to focus on business strategies that feel good and align for me, but I'm going to focus on making it uniquely mine. Like, what do I want my brand to represent? What is my unique voice? How do I want to do content? And that's when I started doing videos and my own podcast. I had a podcast way before this one, um, back, back, back in the day called Transformation Nation. And 
it was because I wanted to have my own unique expression of this work. And then I started doing videos in my own unique expression of this work. And nowadays, videos like the ones that I do and my husband do, like they're kind of commonplace, but back then they weren't. You know, and a lot of people really loved our videos. A lot of people also really judged them because it was something new and fresh. But that is what changed the game for me in my business was when I just said, screw it, I'm going to do this in the way that feels most aligned and most juicy for me. And yes, utilize some awesome strategies that have worked for others, but do it in my way. And um, God, that just, it changed everything. Next question, most lucrative business decision. I would say it was saying yes to an idea that everybody, and when I say everybody, I mean everybody in my life was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. You're so full, like you've got so much stuff going. I know how you are. You give everything to what you do. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And the idea was to put together a business mastermind because I was getting so frustrated with how many of my students in the personal development work were signing up for business programs and business masterminds and essentially getting like copy and paste strategies. And it really, I'll say frustrated, but it kind of pissed me off too. (laughs) It really frustrated me that, you know, there was these amazing humans that were essentially trying to just fit into a mold that was never theirs in the first place to fit into. And so I really wanted to create something that had a more feminine approach to business, a more intuitive and holistic approach to business, where we were really honoring the human as a part of it. And so I created my business mastermind, which I'm actually no longer running um, because, you know, things move and shift. I may open it up again, who knows, but currently with two babies on the way and a toddler at home, it's a no right now. Um, But it was such a beautiful gift that one taught me that you can create anything with enough passion. And I did it so quickly. I literally announced it, put together an application. And within a month, I wrote a almost 300 page manual on how to build a business from an authentic space. And I filled my mastermind with amazing women that to this day are just up to extraordinary things. I did that two years in a row. And like, I just love being able to serve from a space where women feel nourished and they feel like people are actually seeing their true self and not trying to give them this strategy and you got to do this and X, Y, and Z, but really leaning into like, what is the individual need and how do we move through the personal shit that's going to come up? as a business owner, because the truth is most of the things that are in our way as a business owner is our personal stuff. And I've got those tools. And I found a lot of people in the business space did not have those tools. So they were just giving strategy, strategy, strategy without deep insight into what was actually holding people back. So that was huge, huge, huge. Um, Really, really loved that I said yes to that and tried it on with no attachment. And it was, you know, my highest ticket offer at the time. It was, you know, a five-figure offer. And it was one of those things that I had no idea if I even had those type of people in my audience, but I felt so committed and so passionate about it that I was like, you know what, screw it. Even if I only get three people in, I am a yes to this. Like one, two, three, 10, 15 people need this because I know that there is a deep need and yearning in the space for this. And it proved to be true. So 
Those are the answers to these questions. I hope you got some insight from them. Again, um, as I was writing the answers to Yela and posting it in the group, I was like, you know what? These are really great questions. I want to share this with the podcast community because I know you guys are all up to extraordinary things and starting great stuff or in the middle of scaling amazing stuff. And I really, really want to continue to serve you guys as much as I can with the content I create on here. So I hope something landed for you here. I hope you take something on, let that seed plant and see what it germinates into in your life. And of course, thank you as always for taking this time and spending it with me here and with this content. It means the world to me. Time truly is my most valuable asset and I'm really intentional about where I spend my time. So I just am so grateful that you've chosen to spend your time with me. And of course, if you're listening to this, screenshot it, share one of your big takeaways and tag me at Alexi Panos on Instagram so I can share you out with my community and also like just see what you're loving because I love creating more content that you guys love. And if you haven't done so already, please, 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 please. I'm doing something cool with my hand. You can't see it, but I'm like, please, hand up to the heavens. Um, Please take a moment. Please take a moment. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And also leave a rating and review on iTunes as it helps with the algorithm. The more ratings and reviews that iTunes get, for each podcast, the more they bump that podcast up in the search, the more this content gets out to more people. And that is truly my commitment is to serve as many people as possible with awesome content. And as a gift and a thank you to you, make sure you screenshot that review that you left on iTunes, send it to podcast at alexipanos.com. And then someone on my team will email you back a link to an incredible, incredible freebie offer with tons of tools and courses and videos and trainings for you to unleash your business and your life. So make sure you check that out. And I look forward to jumping on here with you next week with some new content, some new wisdom bombs and all the things. All right, my loves, have a beautiful week and I will see you soon.